We're going to hear from Caleb first, and then we're going to hear from um, my dad, Marty. So, Give Caleb a warm welcome. Thank you, James. Bought some notes. Um, hello, everyone. So, since it's um, Father's Day, I felt it would be appropriate to um, give a fatherly exhortation. Um, Do not fear, my children. Do not fear. Um, So, just a quick note. Um, Some of you may not know that I have two sons. I have Joseph, two-year-old over there, and I have a 17-year-old, almost 18. So, I've been a father a little little while. (laughs) yeah, and they're, they're both a blessing, and I love them very much. Um, so, yeah. Um, the Heavenly Father often speaks to me through moments with Joseph. It can, it can be the smallest of interactions, but provide the hugest revelation. Um, so, whoever, whoever have ears, let them hear. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would reveal these moments to everyone on a deeper level, and I pray my words won't get in the way. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm going to use um, two moments that I had with Joseph uh, to highlight the, the father's heart. Um, I got diagnosed with uh, severe Crohn's disease when I was 30, um, and um, I was told that eventually I'd get part of my intestines cut out and yada, yada, yada. And, yeah, <laughs> a nice, nice graphic for you there. Um, and so, um, yeah, they said that, that that would happen unless I took this pill for the rest of my life, basically. And straight away, like I said, oh, no, I'm not going to take that, thanks. And, I, and it seemed a bit um, foolish to the doctors, and they um, let me know about it. Um, but I was prepared to look foolish. It was a decision I made for myself. Um, and uh, since then, though, I sort of began to embrace this fear and worry and anxiety through... Um, you know, through the day, like whatever I ate, I would be worried, oh, is this going to put me in hospital? And often I did end up in hospital with um, some some flare-ups. Um, and then one uh, uh, one event, I was down playing with Royal Rumble with Nick and James in Christchurch, and we were about to play a show, and then um, I started, I got a flare-up, and it was real bad, and I was just, we were kind of in the middle of, Nowhere, I don't, I don't really know where we were, but it was a long way from the hospital, and we had a gig coming up, and I was just like, "What do we? What am I do? What do I do?" I ended up horizontal on the couch, in extreme pain, and um, no one really knew what to do, or you know, it was extremely weird. And um, the speaker at the the conference that we were playing at, um, Scotty Reeve, he came in and offered to pray for me, so he he prayed. He first prayed for healing, and then he prayed that I would get a um, a new revelation of the Father's love for me. And as soon as he said that, I just saw Joseph at my feet, um, standing like looking up to me, and with his arms up. And this all happened in like a split second. And I thought, if I'm going to pick up Joseph every time he has his arms up to me, why wouldn't the Father pick me up when I needed him? And as soon as I realized that, boom, just, the, just it broke off me. And I literally felt the pain just um, dissolve. It was like effervescent. It was like, I've never experienced something like that in my life. 
and I just jumped up and I was like, I'm healed. And they were like, are you sure you, didn't, you, know, you can sit down, take your time? I was like, no, I'm healed. Like, I literally felt the healing happen. Yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome, awesome time. Um, and since then, um, I actually went to the doctor and got a checkup. And um, he retracted his diagnosis. So full healing was the evidence. So praise the Lord. Um, turn the page. Yeah. So um, the second one I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share happened with um, when I took Joseph to the doctor. Um, and he was a little bit scared, you know, as all kids are when they go to the doctor. Um, and so I thought, you know, I just said to him, um, you know, don't, don't worry, Joseph, Daddy is with you. And he seemed to, like, really hold on to that and repeat it. And then even the next time we went to the doctors, he'd say, Daddy with you. And um, so, yeah, this, mo- this moment, like, him just responding that way just reminded me that our Daddy is with us and our Father is with us. Um, our, Father, our Heavenly Father is with us. Yeah, because to Joseph, these things are scary. You know, he doesn't know the doctor. He doesn't know what they're actually going to do, how long he's going to be there, if this is the new normal for him. Um, and so he's full of, he's scared. And just me saying to him that daddy is with him, you know, that was enough to sort of calm down, not fully, but. Um, and so our, our Heavenly Father knows um, what we are in. And, and he already knows the outcome too, and so we can trust him. And he doesn't te- he doesn't teach us to fear. Um, uh, he doesn't give us a spirit of fear. So if we are experiencing fear, um, which father are we listening to? Again, um, which father are we listening to? You know, if we are experiencing fear, it must be the father of lies. So I just it's an exhortation. Just you know. Don't fear. It's, it seems like a real obvious statement, but um, yeah. Uh, for for your daddy is with you. Lift your head up, lift your arms up to your heavenly father and he will pick you up. Comfort and heal you as he has done for me. You need to do this daily. And I just found some scriptures. I mean, the Bible is pretty much jam-packed with scriptures about not fearing, right? Um, John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Joshua one nine. I have not have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Matthew six thirty four. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Psalm 34.4, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. 1 Peter 5.6-7, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Romans 8.15, The spirit you receive does not make you slaves, so that you can live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. 
The fallen world we live in thrives off fear and the enemy is always prowling, looking to isolate us with fear. Remember, we live in the world, but we are not of the world through Jesus Christ. So whatever comes into our lives that is scary, even the threat of death, we can trust our Father. The Heavenly Father says, do not fear my children. This is my Father's Day exhortation. May the Lord bless you and fill you with peace. Amen. So awesome. During the worship time, I was having this picture of like these pages opening up, and as those pages were opening up, we were, um, you know, we were uh, being deburdened. Burdens were getting taken off us. And as Caleb was sharing those scriptures, I was like, he was kind of going through pages of the Bible, reading these truths over us. And as we take those things on board, we actually will um, experience that um, that freedom and, and life in God, our Father. Thanks, Caleb. Uh, I want to invite my dad up. Um, who I call Dad, and you might know as Marty. Father, thank you for your presence here, and thank you that um, what Caleb has shared and and what has been happening today, Father, just seems like everything is so beautifully linked together. So it's just obvious to me, Holy Spirit, that you're here, that you've orchestrated this whole day, and um, we thank you for that. We just pray your blessing on Anna and uh, David, and also Caleb and Fenner. I just pray you'd watch them, watch over them, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm just praying, and just pray for those guys because, yeah. When I was preparing this yesterday, uh, or typing up yesterday, um, my computer crashed when I was halfway through typing things up. Now, I'm, I, I, it sounds pretty cool, like I'm a c- computer geek. I'm not, actually. Um, but I do like to type things up so I can see bold print because I'm getting a little bit short-sighted in my old age. Anyway, so, so, so anyway, I, I thought, so I went back downstairs and I said, Lord, this, I was quite, I was really angry. And I said, not angry, not, but angry. And I said, Lord, this, this, this we're not going to put up with this. So I laid hands on my laptop and just commanded whatever needed to happen. And, uh, and I said, I'm going to type this again. And the little voice was saying, don't type it up, just handwrite it. I said, I'm going to type it again. And it was okay. You see? So I think the enemy was trying to stop me sharing what's on my heart this morning. But can I say this? This is such a privilege. This is the first time I've been in front of a crowd actually for over a year, so it's a bit scary. Um, What a privilege it is and an honor to have the opportunity to encourage you wonderful dads, you know? And I sincerely mean that. Um, Children need mums and dads who love them. Today it's dad's turn. And I hope you guys have been really spoiled, like off the scale. When I look at you, I'm, I'm amazed, and I do keep an eye on you guys. I, believe it or not, I pray for you, but, and I keep my eye on you. But I'm amazed how resilient and loving and caring you guys really are. It's not easy bringing children up in, a mind, in the minefield of life, especially in the 21st century with all of its multimedia cell technology, iPhones, iPads, with so much uncertainty, especially in the last 12 months, nine months, I should say, and negative tension, which, which, is, which, is, which is put upon us through, through the media in many cases. Um, not daily encourager, Wayne, wherever you are. You know, I, I looked through some of the comments that our CV kids made a few years ago and their response to a question that Andrea put to them 
uh, and it was basically what I love about my dad. They really show special, caring, encouraging, loving, and fun guys that you really are. Can I read, have time just to read a couple of these comments? I think you'll enjoy them. Piggybacks. He's fun. There's children's response to what I love about my daddy. They love piggybacks. I love doing great adventures with him. He lets me have technology. <clears throat> he is rude, funny, and cheeky. Building with him, playing games with him. I love my daddy because he plays with me. My daddy is awesome. He makes pizza. He makes me lollies. He brings lollies when he's been away. I used to do that. He does silly things. I love daddy. Climbing on his back. He plays with me. He let me go to Auckland. Wow. That's... He's kind and caring. Liam cuddles. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Um, piggybacks, cuddles. He buys awesome stuff for me. He makes me, he takes, he takes me out doozy, thing, going outside, things like tramping, etc. He is so smart, he is fun. He gets me candy and helps me. Daddy thinks, I won't say that. Anyway, so look, the kids actually will say, Daddy thinks poo is funny. Okay. <laughs> but isn't that kids? I mean, it's just, you guys have got great kids. Amazing. Like children, I was very fortunate. Like your children, I was very fortunate to have, to have loving, encouraging parents. My mum and dad loved me, and my brothers, and it, and never ever ceased to show this throughout their lives. Even before they came became followers of Jesus, they supported, cared, encouraged, and loved us. We lived in a safe and happy, fun home. They gave wise counsel when needed. And we're always there for us. I'm very grateful to God for what they modeled for us. They were incredibly generous and gracious parents. And I always knew that if I needed to, I could get on that phone or run home and be with them. Today I just wanted to share a couple of thoughts which I sense the Lord showed me over the, has shown me over the last two weeks. Some of the things I'm still expanding on. And I think they're prophetic. Um, just when I was thinking about this morning. I love what James shared last week about encouragement. Um, it kind of jumped out at me because I'd never really thought of the word courage in encouragement before. So thank you for that, James. Indeed, encouragement gives, gives courage to people to keep on keeping on keeping on and going for it. And this is why the Apostle Paul in the Bible in Ephesians tells us to prophesy over each other because real prophecy does just that it doesn't pull people down it builds people up maybe under the old uh, old covenant it did a bit of that but in the new covenant it builds people up it encourages and it, it encourages us and it gives us courage being a good dad is shown in many ways but must be undergirded in love for effective long lasting results and this love is shown through, and I want you to get this, it's shown through friendship, friendship and relationship. This was modelled perfectly by Jesus who had a perfect relationship, a perfect friendship and relationship with his dad. He spent lots of time with him and always did what the father told him to do. Now the key thing here in both these words is the ship. 
Hence the reason why I brought this ship along. That, that, was, made, that was made by, by James's doctor grand, grandpa, who since passed away. He made that for James. So the key thing there is the ship in friendship and relationship. He wants us to experience the same relationship and friendship that Jesus had. You see, the ship is a place of shalom, of peace, of rest, and we are in the ship. It's a place of friendship and relationship. We are his family and his friends. We're his, we're, we're his relations. He is our father, and we have the same father as, as Jesus. Isn't that amazing? He is our father, and we have the same relationship that Jesus had. Jesus is our brother. Blows me away. When I asked the Lord how to express this simply, I sensed him say, tell them to function out of the ship. It's moving, but it's safe. And they and their families are safe and secure because I am in the boat. Because I am the boat. I am the ship. And they rest. Thanks, Zoe. They rest in me. It's like the ship. This metaphor, it's like, it's like the vine, abiding in the vine, resting in him. Jesus showed this when he was in the boat, in the storm. You remember this in Luke eight twenty-two to 25? I guess we're both talking about from, from Luke this morning. In Luke eight twenty-two to 25, he was totally at rest, totally asleep in the midst of this, um, this incredible storm because he was abiding in the Father. The disciples didn't get it. They were, they were in the same boat as Jesus. And as such, they were safe and secure in him. I love that song that we sang, Anna. I said to you the songs and some of the things you shared this morning and the prayers that have been prayed this morning just seem to tie in with the, sa- the security and safety that we have in him. Dads and mum, dads and mums, as we remain safe and secure, in a place of his presence and rest through the Holy Spirit, our children will know that they are safe, secure, and loved. They will come home from school. They'll come home from work. They'll come home from university into an atmosphere of love. Our children already have a relationship, relationship, Because they're our children. Friendship is special. And kids today are crying out for that. I remember when Anna started going to college and I I walked to work every day from Wadestown down the hill. And it was such a privilege to, to have my daughter walk, be happy to walk, happy to walk with her dad. And we used to walk down the hill and we used to look at cars and name all the cars. And she'd tell me about the things that were happening. Hey? Yeah. Yeah, very good at cars, naming them. And also um, talking about the things that were happening at college. 
And it was such a special friendship and relationship. See, I never had a sister. And I guess when Anna came, it was like, really? I've got a, got a daughter. It was so amazing. Something special about girls. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> I, love my, I love my two boys too. And, and, and we've, we've done a lot of things together. But I just wanted to say that, that that's what friendship is all about. And I think this is what um, young women and, and young, young men are crying out for today. Be best friends with each other husband and wife, and your children. Have lots of fun in the ship, guys. Happy sailing and happy Father's Day. And here's a little thing. Rest in him and he will do the rest. Here's a few verses. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. That's Psalm 37. Be still and know that I am God. Be still, my daughter. He's talking about the church. Be still, my daughter. I believe that's the season that the church is in now. Not this church, but the church in New Zealand. Be still, and my daughter. He that has entered into rest has ceased from his works. And this is one of my favorites from Song of Songs. As the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. Never a man spoke like this man. Come to me, you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And I love to... John 15, we had talked about that earlier on, uh, earlier on in the year. Jane was encouraging us and teaching us to abide in him, to abide in the vine. So what I'm saying today is abide in the ship. And um, that's it. What a feast I think we've had this morning, eh? I've been just being reminded of, of God, the Father, and his love for us. And here's my brother. <laughs> I, just, um, I don't, normally, don't normally do this. Um, very quickly, um, so 11.25 a.m. Last, uh, last Sunday morning, um, I wrote on my, my, my phone here, I wrote, picture a ship, a large ship, full trust in the captain. I'm <laughs> I said this to you, you said it's corny. Um, E.g. the Titanic movie. You know the bit where they're at the front? I was just in this situation where I was thinking, um, it's terrible. I can't <laughs> believe I said that. But um, do, you, do you know when you sometimes take control of your life and you take it back, but then you realise actually you're not in control at all? And just that whole idea of being at the front, they, wherever they were going, you know, they were going to hit, a, hit an iceberg, but that wasn't this side the point. But... Um, <laughs> But the idea that you're enjoying the moment and the journey, so full trust in the Lord, he's in control, he has good plans, a reed blown by the wind, trust and enjoyment in the journey, a large ship, full trust in the captain. That's what I wrote last week. Yeah, so it sounds like the Holy Spirit is, is coordinating things, he's speaking different things, and I think this morning he's, um, many of you would have been hearing, hearing the words of God. So we'll, let's just, we'll take a moment and... Um, and pray, and then if, if you want to receive prayer, then we'll, you know, we'll be available for that too. But um, just thank you for everybody that's been involved with um, this morning's service as well.
Lord Jesus, our captain, our ship, our king, our waymaker, our covering, our gateway, our temple, our all in all, our brother, the way to the Father, the beginning and the end. We thank you so much, Lord, for what, for what you've done and what you're doing and the words that you're speaking. Thank you that you uh, invite us into the, into the family, into your family, the incredible heavenly family. And Lord, I, uh, I pray that the words that you've been speaking to us this morning, Lord, that they would, um, they would take root in our hearts, Lord, that, we, that it won't be easily forgotten, but they would take root and they would grow. Uh, they, they would be a firm foundation that we can build our lives on. We thank you and we honor you, Jesus. We thank you for your spirit and the way that you've been speaking to us today. You're amazing, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.